Hello, welcome back to the Magic Woods podcast. This story is called The God of XB. Kitty opened her eyes. She could see Tyro in the cockpit, and she could hear the trash towners talking nervously in the hold. So they all appeared to be safe and alive. She looked out the window and saw that they were on a windswept desert planet. Tyro said, Whoa, I think they teleported us here. Cool technology. Kitty said, Yeah, but why? What are they going to do to us? Tyro said, I don't know. But I think if they wanted to hurt us, they would have blown us up instead of teleporting us to this planet. He checked some gauges. Ooh, our ship is pretty damaged, but at least we're alive. Oh, and look, the air on this planet is breathable. Kitty said, well, that's good. She could hear the others panicking in the hold. So she went to talk to them. Hey, don't worry, everyone. We've been teleported to a planet where we can breathe the air. I think these, um, ex-beans are our friends. The trash towners sighed with relief. Kitty looked at Doggy to see if he would say anything, but Doggy stayed quiet and didn't even look in Kitty's direction. And Doofer, or Dumbling, said, Are we dead? Kitty said, No, we're not. Oh, good. (laughs) Well, Kitty went back up to the cockpit and took a closer look at the world outside. She saw some sort of station or observatory with a large radar dish and the letters Wah-Wah-X were printed on the side of the station. Huh. On the other side of the ship was a gigantic dead lizard, a huge one, and it had weird eyes. The eyes were divided into four different colored sections, red, blue, green, and yellow, and the colors switched every few seconds. Tyro saw what Kitty was looking at and said, The big dead lizard with kaleidoscope eyes is kind of creepy, isn't it? Kitty said, yeah. Suddenly, the XB spaceship appeared in the sky. It landed beside the space station. And a minute later, a walkway descended from the ship. And then the XBians emerged. Tyro said, whoa, look, real aliens. The XBians were bullet-shaped and silvery-gray, almost like their skin was made of mesh or liquid metal. They had stiff antennae on top of their heads and no facial features, save for a single eye. At the ends of their long, skinny arms were two-fingered hands. They only had two fingers on each hand. Well, these XBians approached Kitty's spaceship and then stood there as if waiting. Kitty said, Okay, I'll go talk to them. Tyro said, I'll go with you. Kitty said, No, maybe you should wait here in case something happens. The others will need you. Tyro said, Okay, but be careful. Yeah. Kitty opened the spaceship door and stepped outside. She waved at the XBians. Hello, she said. The XBians wiggled their antennae. Kitty could feel a strange sensation in her head, almost like someone was rifling through her brain. Ah. She heard strange sounds, 
beeps and squeaks and breathy vowel noises. And then at last, she heard words in her head. Can you understand us now? Kitty said, uh, yes. We are communicating directly to your brain, but you can continue to speak with your mouth if you'd like. It works better for most folks if they do that. Kitty said, uh, okay. Um, hey, thanks for saving us from those aliens that were shooting at us. The Xbians said, those were Slurians, the scourge of the universe. They try to worm their way into other worlds by projecting their ghosts. Then they turn people to stone by tricking them into walking through magical archways. They use the stones to build ancient-looking towers, and when the towers get high enough, their ghosts can take physical form again, and then they take over that world. Kitty said, Wow, sounds like a kind of inefficient way to take over a world. <laughs> the Xbian said, Indeed, but in this universe, they can use their deadly warships, and they have taken over many planets that way. Now there are very few creatures left in our reality. All the survivors are gathered here, less than 200 of us in all. Kitty said, oh, sorry. Um, I'd offer to have you come with us to our world, but our ship is a bit damaged, unless you have a way to fix it. The Xbians wriggled their antennae a moment. Then they said, perhaps, but first you must be judged by our god, so we can see if you are truly friend or foe. Kitty said, your god? One Xbian pointed his two-fingered hand at the giant dead space lizard. Kitty said, Oh, huh, sure. Um, how does he judge me? You must enter him. Kitty went, Enter him? <laughs> you mean like metaphorically, right? No, you must walk through his mouth and into his abdomen. Kitty said, Ugh. There's no, uh, wet bits, though, right? <laughs> like no biles or juices or slippery meat tubes. The Xbians processed this a moment. No, it should be quite dry in there. He has been dead for millennia. Kitty said, okay. She started to walk towards the giant lizard's partly open mouth. Then she stopped, turned towards the Xbians and said, What if your god judges me to be an enemy? Then you will not emerge. Kitty said, oh, good to know. <laughs> she took a deep breath, summoned all her courage, and headed for the giant dead space lizard. The inside of the Xbian god was dry and dusty and seemed more like a series of sandstone caves than the interior of a giant dead lizard. And it was less dark inside than Kitty expected. There was a faint amber glow inside. It seemed to be sunlight filtered through the dry, dusty scales of the lizard's hide. Well, Kitty walked along deeper and deeper into the lizard's body, wondering what would happen next. She felt like something was watching her, examining her, looking into her thoughts. At last, she stopped to rest at the place where the lizard's heart might once have been. Then she heard a voice inside her head, a booming, ancient voice. Are you a good sorcerer or a bad sorcerer? Kitty said, uh, I'm not a sorcerer at all. I'm just a cat. A talking cat, but still, just a cat. The god's voice was silent a moment. Then it said, Yet, Yet you, you are, are the, the creator, creator and destroyer, and destroyer of, worlds. of worlds. 
Kitty said, I just created one world, and I didn't really do much. I just said the word. The god said, But your personality and experience helped form the world you created. No one else could have made that exact world. It has you in it. Kitty said, Oh, huh. So I guess I really did create a world. The god said, And I see you destroyed one, too. Kitty said, yeah, but that was really Lava Muck's doing. The curse of Lava Muck. It's not like I can just destroy worlds like rip them apart with my bare paws or something. The god said nothing for a few long seconds. Kitty waited patiently, trying not to look at a crumbly mass of long dead tissue that resembled peanut brittle, but was probably a spleen or something. Ew. She felt like someone was pawing through her brain, a strange, itchy feeling. Ah. At last the god spoke again. It sounded stern. You, you made, made Lava, Lava Muck. Kitty said, what? No, I didn't. And inside she thought, wow, I guess this god doesn't know very much after all. The god said, I can, I can hear, hear your, your thoughts, thoughts, you know. No. Kitty said, oh. But, but look, I really didn't make Lava Muck. He was around thousands of years before I even existed. Lava Muck came, came from, from Midworld, the world that you created. Kitty said, he did? I thought he came from Magic Woods. Not, Not originally. He came from Midworld, also known as ZN9423, the oldest of Rotua's worlds. Kitty went, ugh, not this again. Well, if it's Rotua's world, then I guess he's the one who made Lava Muck. The god didn't have anything to say about that. After a moment, it said, I still, I still can't, can't decide, decide if you are good, good or, evil. or evil. Kitty said, oh, okay, listen, you can read minds, maybe, but can you read hearts? You would see that my heart is good. I want to save people and bring them to a world where they can live in peace and happiness. The god said, I do, I do sense, sense much, much good, good in you. you. Therefore, Therefore, I will, I will tell, tell you the you truth. truth. This, this universe, this, this world, world, as you as call, it, call it, is falling, is falling apart, apart thanks, thanks to Rotua. To Rotua. It, has it has only a few, a few days, days left. left. Kitty said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Would you, would you take, take the, survivors the survivors with you to your world, world and care, care for, them? for them? Kitty said, of course, they can live in Midworld if we ever get back there. Good. Good. Thank, Thank you. you. After a moment, Kitty said, What will become of you? I, I will, will die. die. Aren't you already dead? I am, I am dead, dead, but, but dreaming. dreaming. Kitty said, uh, Okay, that sounds kind of weird. I don't get it. The god said, Is it, Is it weird? weird? Your, Your own, own goddess, goddess began, began that, that way. way. Kitty said, Who? What goddess? Mama. Kitty said, oh, I, I didn't know that. And then she realized that she didn't know that much about Mama at all, and she realized that she missed Mama. She felt sad that she would never ever see her again. Go, Go now, now, said the god of XB. Save, Save the people the of this, of this world, world and take, take them, them somewhere, somewhere safe. safe. I will, Kitty promised. And then she walked out of the giant dead space lizard's body and back into the sunshine. Well, that's the end of the story, The God of XB. 
The next story is called Rotua's Ring. Goodbye.